Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Christopher Citro. Today I'm reading poems from The Summer of Black Widows by Sherman Alexie, published in 1996 by Hanging Loose Press. A Spokane Coeur d'Alene Indian, Sherman Alexie was born in 1966 on the Spokane Indian Reservation in Wellpinet, Washington. He is the author of numerous books of poetry and fiction, as well as the screenplay for the 1999 film Smoke Signals. Grandmother, Porcupine, Traffic When Big Mom saw Porcupine dead in the middle of the road, she ordered the car stopped. Big Mom stopped traffic as she stepped in the road and dragged the old porcupine from the pavement. The crushed porcupine, thick with quills, but that never stopped Big Mom. Beside the road, she pulled quills from its skin. The road filled with slowed cars. The porcupine, full of blood, stopped and cold. Big Mom never stopped long enough to notice the road had ceased to be road. The porcupine would always be porcupine, no matter that its heart had stopped. Its sharp quills were more useful than a road. I never stepped in the road with Big Mom and Porcupine. To this day I have never stopped nor slowed my life, never stopped to pull Porcupine from the road because I loved Porcupine. Big Mom loved Porcupine, even as she grew too old to have the car stopped and cried as she left Porcupine alone on the road. The Lover of Maps she unfolds and folds me, directs me to an exact place on the reservation where nothing is ever written down. She tells me our stories are maps told on a scale larger than can be held by our clumsy hands. How to Write the Great American Indian Novel all of the Indians must have tragic features, tragic noses, eyes, and arms. Their hands and fingers must be tragic when they reach for tragic food. The hero must be a half-breed, half-white, and half-Indian, preferably from a horse culture. He should often weep alone. That is mandatory. If the hero is an Indian woman, she is beautiful. She must be slender and in love with a white man. But if she loves an Indian man, then he must be a half-breed, preferably from a horse culture. If the Indian woman loves a white man, then he has to be so white that we can see the blue veins running through his skin like rivers. When the Indian woman steps out of her dress, the white man gasps at the endless beauty of her brown skin. She should be compared to nature, brown hills, mountains, fertile valleys, dewy grass, wind, and clear water. If she is compared to murky water, however, then she must have a secret. Indians always have secrets, which are carefully and slowly revealed. Yet Indian secrets can be disclosed suddenly, like a storm. Indian men, of course, are storms. They should destroy the lives of any white women who choose to love them. All white women love Indian men. That is always the case. White women feign disgust at the savage in blue jeans and t-shirt, but secretly lust after him. White women dream about half-breed Indian men from horse cultures. Indian men are horses, smelling wild and gamey. When the Indian man unbuttons his pants, the white woman should think of topsoil. There should be one murder, one suicide, one attempted rape. 
Alcohol should be consumed. Cars must be driven at high speeds. Indians must see visions. White people can have the same visions if they are in love with Indians. If a white person loves an Indian, then the white person is Indian by proximity. White people must carry an Indian deep inside themselves. Those interior Indians are half-breed and obviously from horse cultures. If the interior Indian is male, then he must be a warrior, especially if he is inside a white man. If the interior Indian is female, then she must be a healer, especially if she is inside a white woman. Sometimes there are complications. An Indian man can be hidden inside a white woman. An Indian woman can be hidden inside a white man. In these rare instances, everybody is a half-breed, struggling to learn more about his or her horse culture. There must be redemption, of course, and sins must be forgiven. For this, we need children. A white child and an Indian child, gender not important, should express deep affection in a childlike way. In the great American Indian novel, when it is finally written, all of the white people will be Indians, and all of the Indians will be ghosts. You've been listening to Poetry by Sherman Alexie on The Poet's Weave. I'm Christopher Citro. You can visit The Poet's Weave online at wfiu.org slash poetsweave.